Welcome to God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained, where you get insight surrounding God, the Bible, and spiritual things that you may or may not have heard before. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, God's Child. Today, we're looking at the question, can enemies doing evil against you result in good? Well, who really enjoys evil being done to them? I mean, at some point in our lives, we're going to experience it, and at some point, we're also going to be doing it. Be real. Be honest. Don't lie. <laughs> okay. But you know what? It all comes down to the fact that it's not really something fun when you're experiencing it on the other end. So most of us, we cry like little babies when it happens to us. But is there something good that can actually come out of it? I know the Bible talks about rejoicing and suffering, which most of the time when evil is done to us, it does feel like we're suffering. But can good come from that? So to look at this question, I'm going to look at a story in the Bible surrounding a guy named Joseph. Some of you may know Joseph, some of you may not. So I'm going to give you a little backstory before I get to the actual meat that I want to get to. Joseph was the son of Jacob, who also became Israel. And he had 12 sons who would later go on to be the 12 tribes of Israel. Well, back then, you know, the men could have like multiple wives and then they could have the maidens and concubines and all kinds of stuff going on back then. OK, if you read the Bible, then you'll know. But anyway, he had a couple wives and then he also had their maidens, if you know what I mean, which is how he ended up with the 12 sons. Okay, Joseph was one of the youngest sons, and he happened to be his favorite son. Now, for any of you who may have sisters and brothers, and if you've ever experienced your parent having a favorite, then you know what it might feel like when you're not the favorite. You might feel a little bit jealous, you know, or even if you're like a second or a third you know, child or fourth or fifth or sixth, <laughs> we can go on. You may feel some type of way when the new sibling is born because you're no longer that baby anymore. <laughs> so all the attention goes to them. But anyway, Joseph was favored by his father. and His father showed it. He showed it for real. His brothers knew it and they saw it. So that made them feel some kind of way about Joseph. They were kind of like envious, a little bit jealous, well, actually, a whole lot of jealous. <laughs> okay. But anyway, Joseph was kind of special, not only to his father, but also to God. And so Joseph had this dream. And in this dream, he kind of like interpreted as his brothers serving him. And you know what Joseph did? went and told the dream to his brothers now that was not a good move you know what maybe he was unaware that his brothers didn't really like like him that much because he was favored but he told this dream to his brother so his brothers you know they got they got they got real mad they got kind of hot and they like you know what you mean you're saying that we're going to serve you so so you know what yeah yeah that made them feel even stronger about their dislike or I didn't even want to say hatred towards their brother. So Joseph went back and um, 
one night he was asleep. He was a teenager. Now, keep this in mind. That might be why he told her because, you know, as, as a teenager, you don't really think too straight. But anyway, he, he went back and he had another dream. Okay, a second dream. And in this dream, not only was it interpreted by him that his brothers were going to serve him, but his mother and father were like depicted in the dream. And he actually told this dream to where he was basically interpreting it as his mother and father were also going to serve him. So, you know, that made them real hot. And, you know, the father, even though Joseph was his favorite and everything, he was like, you know what? You wrong for that Joseph, you know, in front of them and everything. But inside he was probably saying, yeah, yeah, that's my boy. That's why he's my favorite. I knew he was going to be something. But he basically rebuked Joseph for what he was saying, saying, oh, oh, you saying me and your mother going to serve you? you wrong. <laughs> you wrong for that. But anyway, so after these two dreams, you can just imagine his brothers didn't have like a super big, big, big love or liking for Joseph after this. But anyway, his brothers, they were out one day doing the father's business. And the father was like, you know, what? Well, it's taking them too long. And he knew they was kind of like mischievous or whatever. So he was like, hey, Joseph, I need you to go check on them to see what's going on. And Joseph was like, okay, father. <laughs> okay, remember, he has told this dream to his brothers like before. So he goes like looking for his brothers, you know, innocently. Like he's just doing what his father say. You know what? Maybe that's why his father fed him because he did everything his father told him to do. But anyway, when his brothers like saw he was coming and everything else like oh here come this dreamer you know what you know what let's do something to him because you know what they was like real mad but what they decided to do um that was a little bit too far and it was their brother but anyway some of them they were kind of crazy and they was like you know what let's kill him <laughs> yeah that was a little bit too much so they were like let's kill him but a couple of them were like you know what that ain't even right well, no, no, let's not kill him. You know, that's taking it too far. So a couple of them was like, they was trying to like figure out how to save, you know, Joseph and everything. But the others were like dead set on like killing him. But anyway, one of them was like reasonable enough to talk them into like, hey, let's wait, let's just put him in this pit right now. You know, well, let's not kill him right now, not right away. So he was able to talk a little bit of sense into him. They were still been on killing him, but they did go ahead and listen and put him in the pit. But they were still been on killing him too. <laughs> okay. But the other one's like, Whew. Okay, we got him down here in the pit. And another one of them was like been on like getting him out the pit to take him back to his father because he like, you know what? I don't want any parts of this. Y'all crazy. Y'all, y'all some crazy fools. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, Joseph is in the pit. He's like, please let me out or whatever. But they like trying to devise like what they're going to do with him. So it was like this group of men that came by and like one of them was able to talk them into, you know, like, hey, let's 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 not kill him. You know what? Let's sell him. Let's sell him. You know, at least we can make something from it. And so the others that were dead set on like killing us like, oh, yeah, because, you know, the Bible does say the love of money is like the root of all evil. So <laughs> so maybe that got to them. And so they were like, OK, let's sell him. We'll go ahead and sell him. So they sold him to this like band of men and they took 
Joseph away. The other brother came back and was like, okay, what Joseph and what happened? They thought for sure, you know, that that his other brothers had like killed killed him and everything. And so they devised this plan because they're like, how are we going to tell this like to dad? You know, how are we going to go home and be like, Joseph, you know, we'll know where Joseph at. So they devised a plan and like tell their father that they had actually you know, found his coat, like the favorite coat that his father made for Joseph and like a wild beast had gotten him because they decided to dip it in blood and make it look like a wild beast had like devoured him, like that was their plan. And so they took the coat to the father and was like, oh no, we don't know what Joseph had. So they showed him his coat knowing that he was going to think a wild beast got him and everything. And it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And of course he had them go out and search and all that. And they couldn't find him and everything. So the father ended up believing them that Joseph was gone. A wild beast had eaten him and he went into mourning and everything because his favorite son is gone. And remember, Joseph is a teenager when this happens to him. And he sold to these uh, to these guys, this a group of men. And what actually happens is these group of men take him to Egypt and he sold to one of the officers there and he's made into a slave. So he lives like a good portion of his life in Egypt as a slave. And the bad things, the evil you know, that happened to him didn't just stop with his brothers, okay? Now he's a slave. But while he was there in Egypt, you know, some bad stuff happened to him too. Like the officer's wife wanted to sleep with him and he was like, no, I can't do this to my God and I can't do this to the master, you know, the, the officer who he was serving. And the woman, you know, she got like kind of salty and everything that he just gonna like, you know, not take what she was trying to give him, you know, trying to throw herself at him. And so she accused him of like, rape and everything and so you know are like trying to work rape her anyway because he didn't do anything <laughs> all right um and so anyway he got sent to prison and like i said like a whole bunch of stuff happened to him like while he was there as well so he continued to have evil like done to him but anyway he is an adult and at a certain point he's like taken up like to this level that probably he never even imagined, but he was made like second to the king of Egypt, like Pharaoh, um, because of like this wisdom that he had and he was able to interpret the Pharaoh's dream. And so he was actually able to say the people and everything by him um, being there in Egypt and not only people in Egypt, but the people pretty much around the world. OK, <laughs> that were under, you know, um, uh, um, or at least there during that during that time and so that's kind of like the backstory so again he he went up he after having all this evil stuff done to him by his brothers the stuff that happened to him from the officer's wife and other things that happened he was a slave and all that so he's taken up and now he's living like the good life he has his power and authority there in egypt and now we're going to see what really happens when evil is done against us you know is it just bad is it always like downhill or is there some good that can come from it 
Remember when I told you how Joseph had risen to ranks and he was basically in power and authority, but under the king of Egypt, who was known as Pharaoh, and about the dream that Pharaoh had had and how Joseph had interpreted and everything. So this famine actually happened in Egypt and actually across the world. And so people needed food. And through the wisdom of Joseph, he was actually able to save not only the people in Egypt, but the people around the world because they weren't prepared for this well among those people who were saved included his brothers who came to Egypt for food so Joseph ended up being reunited with his brothers and his father who happened to still be alive now his father was older but he was able to live out some of his years knowing his son Joseph was alive and seeing how his son, you know, had risen to ranks and how he was able to like save the world. And so pretty much they were like taken care of and everything. And then there came that point where his father died. Yep. He passed away. Now, remember, he was favored by his father. And wasn't like that much by his brothers. But his brothers being brought in, you know, they knew what they had done to Joseph. And Joseph hadn't really done anything about it. But you know what? His brothers were kind of thinking, um, you know what, dad's gone. You you know what we did, and you know how you you know where Joseph is right now. You know how powerful he is. So we're gonna start with Genesis chapter fifty, verses fifteen to twenty-one. And in this part of Joseph's story here, is going to answer that question for us: Can enemies doing evil against you? result in good so let's start with verse 15 and find out so it says when joseph's brothers had seen that their father was dead they said what if joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back in full for all the wrong which we did to him so they sent instructions to joseph saying your father commanded us before he died saying this is what you shall say to Joseph. Please forgive, I beg you, the offense of your brothers and their sin, for they did you wrong. And now please forgive the offense of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept when they spoke to him. Then his brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, don't be afraid, for am I in God's place? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to keep many people alive. So therefore, don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. So he comforted them and spoke kindly to them now here we see his brothers were still scheming okay even after the father was gone because the father didn't tell them to do that they made it up because they were scared that joseph was going to stoop to their level and do what they had done to him that he was gonna get them back but joseph was like hold on hold on hold on what 
what what what are you talking about after you know after i i've I've actually brought you in and taken care of you. What do you mean? Like, I, you you are forgiven. You are forgiven. He said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Am I in God's place? That's God's place. God is the judge. You're going to have to answer to him for what you did. You don't have to worry about me. I've been taking care of you. And he basically said, I'm going to continue to take care of you. He said, but you... What you did to me, you meant it for evil against me. But God, God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to keep many people alive. Did you hear that word? Result. To keep many people alive. You did it for evil against me, but God allowed it. Why? For the result to keep many people alive. Now, I think that would qualify as good. So when the question says, can enemies doing evil against you result in good? And he says, God, God allowed you to do that in order to bring about this present result to keep many people alive that was including them so it kind of goes back to the dream that joseph had when he was a teenager when he told them that in the dream you were subservient to me and then he also mentioned his mother and father in the second dream which remember when his father came there it was because of Joseph, the wisdom that he had from God that was able to sustain life for them and the people in Egypt and people around the world. So when you look at that question, ask yourself, can enemies doing evil against you result in good? You know, Joseph had arrived at a place where he no longer thought, woe is me nor needed to stoop to the level of his enemies by seeking revenge against them. And his enemies, in this case, were his his brothers, his brothers who sold him into slavery. You know, initially they meant to kill him, but they sold him into slavery. And not only, not only his brothers, but there were others as well. But you know what? Again, he had come to that place where he was no longer thinking, oh my goodness, woe is me. And he didn't need to stoop to that level to seek revenge against them. He said, that's God's place. That's not mine. You good. You good. You see how I'm living? You good. You know, he come to the realization that the evil done to him, not only by his brothers, but others also, was partly why he was where he was and able to do what he was doing. You see, his brothers and the others doing evil against him, they got the ball rolling, which led Joseph to being positioned where he needed to be and learning what he needed to learn for what God had predestined for him in his master plan. Mm-hmm in his master plan so they meant it for evil but god 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 had already predestined in his master plan all that was going to take place 
Now, you know, while Joseph's brothers were like scared to death because they knew the evil that they had done to Joseph, they thought he was on that revenge tip, which is why they concocted that plan about the father, which was a, a, a scheme, another scheme. They still scheming. But then they got to see that Joseph was not in that place where they thought he was no joseph was on a higher plane than where they were he didn't stoop down to their level and baby the place that joseph was in only comes with maturity hey it only comes with maturity and it's what james talks about in james chapter 1 verses 2 through 4 where he says Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So it says perfect result. Joseph, hallelujah, who went through all that he went through. His brothers first trying to kill him. Then they sold him into slavery. Then while he's in slavery, things happened to him there. I mean, after he was a slave. He was just a teenager when he was sold into slavery. And he became an adult during the process. So imagine that. Separated from his family all because of his brothers who were jealous and decided to sell him to this group of people he they didn't know what was going to happen to him but he was sold into slavery but joseph said it was only for god that this happened don't don't worry about me trying to do anything to you hey god is the judge you need to worry about him it's all good it's all good you see how i'm living you see what's what's going on here he said the result is it was for people many people to be saved and it wasn't just them doing the evil god had already worked what they had decided to do hallelujah to joseph into his master plan and joseph had realized that and understood it that the result for his suffering what he went through at the hands of his brothers at the hands of the officer's wife who accused him of trying to rape her of him being in prison being a slave all that time he understood once he rose to the rank that he rose to and the wisdom that he had was to save those people in Egypt, to save those people across the world, which included his brothers and his father, his family. He said the result was to save many people alive. So the suffering, the suffering, the suffering, hallelujah, the suffering resulted in perfect perfect plan of god to do what god needed to be done although they thought it was for evil they meant it for evil they thought evil towards him into what they did and no it don't make what they did okay but god hallelujah as joseph said but god meant it for good hallelujah that many people could be saved alive and remember what james said 
He said, consider it all joy, brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, whatever evil is done to you, whatever suffering you experience, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Was not Joseph able to endure what he went through? Did he not endure what his brothers did? Did he not endure being a slave? Did he not endure being accused of rape? Did he not endure all the other things that happened to him? He endured. He endured. And because of it, there was a perfect result, which resulted in him being able to fulfill what he was predestined for by God and God's master plan it says so that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing hallelujah and when you lacking in nothing when you perfect and you complete hallelujah that means you're fulfilling you fulfill what god needs you to and you don't look to hallelujah seek your revenge because you good like joseph said he said i'm good he said you good i'm taking care of you Am I in God's place? Am I in God's stead? God is the judge. You know what? That don't even matter. You see what has happened. I know why I'm here. Hallelujah. Okay. So answering that question, look at the question, the suffering that you may endure. Hallelujah. When evil is done to you, but don't be on that other coin. Although we have been on that other side, sometimes delving out, dealing out that evil towards others but no when you endure suffering when evil is done to you sisters and brothers if you endure hallelujah joseph's story joseph himself spoke hallelujah to let you know the result that can come from it you know i know when others do evil against us, it's usually not a pleasant experience. I mean, it takes a whole lot of maturity in order to get to a point where you rejoice in suffering, like James says. Most of us will try to avoid it at all costs, all costs. And you know what? I'm not even going to lie. You know, you can read in the word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can read in the word where Jesus himself, although he was God, he was God himself wrapped up in flesh, but he was in flesh just like you and me. When it came time for him to go to the cross, it says he went and he prayed. He said, Father, if this cup can pass, please let it pass. But nevertheless, your will be done. He said, if this can happen without me having to do this, Father, let it pass, but your will be done. He was about to suffer. Hallelujah. And nothing we could ever go through could ever compare to what he did. But him being God wrapped up in flesh he showed us how that human side does not enjoy that suffering that evil that's done to us so i understand it's an unpleasant experience hey it's a very unpleasant experience and unfortunately the way this world is and because of our natural bent to sin we're bound to experience evil done against us by others in our lives however at no time is it okay for 
anyone to do evil to someone else because it's, it's bad. But that doesn't mean it can't result in something good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something not even those who do the evil thought could happen or truly they probably wouldn't even do it if they had any inkling of the good it will lead to for you and maybe even others impacted by you hey ask jesus ask joseph hey i'm just saying so can enemies doing evil against you result in good yes oh yes it can but don't just take my word for it i encourage you to do your own study pray and read the Bible so you can know that you know that you know. If you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to receive eternal salvation but would like to, according to Romans chapter 10 verse 9, all you have to do is confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Want a little help with that? Repeat this simple prayer after me. Lord God, forgive me for my sins. I believe Jesus died for my sins and rose again so that I may have eternal life in you. So I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Amen. It's as simple as that. Now you're part of the family of God. Wherever you are, find a local church or a group of believers that can help and support you on your new journey in your new life in Christ Jesus. Many blessings to you as you walk in who God created you to be, doing what he blessed and equipped you to do. You are God's child. Want to bless or show support for God, the Bible, and spiritual things explained? Well, you're welcome to send a financial gift to Cash App using cash tag G. T-B-S-T-E. You're also invited to pick up a little inspired merch from our store at zazzle.com forward slash store forward slash G-T-B-S-T-E. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe and share the podcast with other listeners. Thank you in advance and God bless you as he blesses those who bless his children. Catch you another time, another day, another episode for God, the Bible, and Spiritual Things Explained.